I have had so many clients say, why do they do this? Why do they do this? The surprisingly simple answer is coming up very shortly. Hey queens, welcome to But Still She Thrives. Do you want to stop getting caught up in that wicked web of a creepy crawly narcissist? Do you find yourself up late at night replaying the abuse you put up with and wondering how you can heal now? Do you wake up hoping for healthy relationships and peace only to feel totally exhausted and mind effed? Girl, I see you! I'm Christy. I too had to disconnect from toxic people in my life and I wished I could undo the damage. I felt ashamed, lonely, and kind of lost. But I'm a stubborn Italian and I refuse to give up. I found ways to recalibrate my mind and body more quickly than I thought and can now share them with you. In this podcast, you will find coping tools, healing methods, and confidence boosters so you can trust yourself and find peace and freedom. So shields up, ladies. Let's go protect our peace. Are you feeling lost after post-narcissistic abuse? I'm your girl. I got you. This is my specialty. Go check out ways to work with me at www.christyjade.com. Click on work with me and find all the fun ways you can work with me, whether it's one-on-one coaching or a pre-recorded boundaries course. Part of what blew my mind and confused me for so long was not knowing why narcissists behave the way they did. Was it just something I was doing that caused it? Were they just evil? Were they afraid of rejection? Was it one of those weird self-sabotage things? What was it? After my own experience, education, and research, I found out that there's one one answer. And when I unpacked it, it changed everything. I started understanding every single conversation we had, every request they demanded, every angry outburst, and found real relief that it was never about me doing anything wrong. What was it about? Drum roll. It was all about control. There are literally two things a narcissist is doing in any conversation with you, especially one with conflict, which let's be honest, that can be majority of the conversation. They are trying to gain or keep control of you or the situation or both. Or if you're finally standing up for yourself or even getting to the point you are ready to leave or gone, They are then checking to see if they still have control. Let's give a couple examples. There's like the blatant control, threats to control you. Like, if you leave the house looking like that, I will not be here when you get back. Hmm? Something like that sound familiar? Then there's the less obvious control, maybe in the form of a guilt trip. Like, well, everyone's girlfriend will be there. I know you have a big test tomorrow, but if you are really supportive, you would come. You would support me, right? Or, like I said, after the fact or when you're, you know, setting boundaries with them, testing to see if they still have control, and man, do they freak out if they don't. Um, An example of that is, let's say you're disconnecting. They will send you something they know you will have trouble resisting, like, your old song, let's say it's an ex, your old wedding song, or a funny meme that they know you'll think is hilarious, right? And those little things that you may think are like, oh, he cares, he's thoughtful, he knows I would like that. 
Yeah, he does know, and he's using it against you to gain control or checking if they have control. So they might check first, and if they don't, they might come on even stronger to gain, regain that control. One of my exes would send me random texts even a year after we broke up with things like, hey, just reminiscing about our trip to Mexico. Speaking of which, I still have that shirt that I got you there. Do you want to come get it? Okay, that's all about control and seeing if he still, quote, had me. He did not. Spoiler alert. (laughs) I did not take the bait. And he then would come on stronger, right? That's when you have to really disconnect, block, whatever you got to do. You probably know the deal. You're probably familiar with some of these actions. You know the cycle, but now you know the reason, too, that it's all about control. Again, I will repeat it. It is trying to gain or keep control of you or the situation or checking to see if they still have control. So what is the key? Don't let them have that control. (laughs) But knowing that every single action out of narcissists is basically seeking or trying to maintain control helped me a lot to react with less emotion. It was like I figured out this puzzle piece that made everything make more sense and gave me more peace. I would ask myself, are they trying to gain control? Yes, well, I'm not going to give them that control. It just got very almost like logical and tactical and kind of took some of the emotion out of it. If you haven't listened to episode 14, you can go check that out and listen to the ways to navigate a conversation with them effectively and so you can stay in control. I'll link that in the show notes, aka podcast description. And that wraps this episode up. This week's homework, you ask? Take a sigh of relief (laughs) knowing why they do what they do and listen to that episode to navigate those dreaded conversations. But as always, if you can avoid a narcissist, that is always my number one recommendation, the no contact method. So you are beautiful. We know this. You're worthy. And you are in control. So go slay this day, queen. See you in the next episode. If you are loving this podcast but want a little more customized guidance, go to my website at www.christyjade.com and go to the work with me tab to find ways you can work with me. I would love to help you. Also, don't forget to look in the show notes, aka the description of this podcast for any related links that I mention and more Christy Jade fun. Mm-hmm.